and welcome back to listening to Chasing Time, the Finnish horology podcast in English. Today, I have a treat for you, I have a treat for me. I have the pleasure of talking watches with my favorite horology YouTuber, and without further ado, I'm saying hello to Peter Kotsa. Hello, Peter, and welcome. Hello, Nico. Thank you for having you on the channel, man. Obligatory wrist check. What do you have on you today? I've actually... Believe it or not, I've actually got a micro brand. It's uh, it's called the Riverie. It's uh, it was sent out a few days ago, and I'm I'm just basically testing it out. So you know, obviously, I, I like to wear the watches for about a week or so. So it's from Singapore. A really nice looking watch. Um, I must say, it's uh, really nicely finished. So just testing it out for the week, and then hopefully we'll see a review in about a week's time. I can't wait, man. <laughs> I'm wearing RZE. Cobalt blue. Ah, beautiful. I know you wear. I know you that watch. Beautiful, very nice. You're one of the reasons actually to, to choose that watch, and uh, there is several things about this watch that are just amazing. Oh. One of them is the hardening of the case. Mm -hmm. I have one single scratch on the crown, and I have been very unkind to this watch. If one could call <laughs> just, it that way, just like I was. <laughs> I've got a shovel. <laughs> yeah. I have shoveled. Actually, I have. Uh, we have a garden and I have taken it to the pool and uh, anywhere. So very, very durable bravo, watch. Bravo. And one thing that is just amazing, the number of anti-reflective coatings mm -hmm. on the inner part of the, the crystal, 13, 14, 15, something like that. This is a very, very legible uh, watch in mm. many angles. Very good. Very good. I've had the same experience. Good, great, great watch. Great price, great you know durability. Can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. You made the video just a few days ago about the successor to that that watch. That's right. Or not the successor, but the, the endeavor. The yeah, one. and you know what? I absolutely love it. Seriously, I I didn't know what to expect as far as I, I was expecting a yellow watch, and it, it's it's more orange, more mustard orange, and I, you know what? It's beautiful. Yeah, you obviously saw the video, so I'm just wanted to express exactly how this thing made me feel and it's gee it's, it's really really uh, for me it's punching way above its price point i know it's got an nh35 oh, definitely. but yeah it's for me it's always been about how watches make you feel you know the experience and yeah it's 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 just wonderful on the wrist off the wrist in the watch box it looks great it just looks great and fantastic that you mentioned uh, the 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 thing with the with the bracelets. That was very very important. Well, that was an yeah, that was actually an accidental find. You know, obviously the the first one came off, and I just thought it was it just happened. But when the second one, when this one here came off the same way, and I thought, hang on, this is not me. This is not me. This is the actual. Uh, this is the materials. So from what I gathered from some of the comments, one of the guys was saying, look, it's stainless steel um, screw screw pins and the titanium bracelet, but they don't adhere the way they should. So, yeah, different properties, different expansion. That's what happens. So, but luckily for a bit of Loctite, problem solved. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's do some introductions. Mm -hmm. uh, who is Peter Kotza and who is, take it from who there. is Peter Kotza? That's, that's me. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I'm basically, um, I'm 50, 54 years old this year. I'm married. I've got a couple of kids. I've got a fantastic wife, amazing wife. Uh, my studies, I, I basically studied mechanical engineering when I was younger, but I went on to become a professional photographer. So for the past almost 30 years, I've been, you know, shooting uh, from weddings, corporate functions, products, you name it. And uh, I have a passion for the arts, beauty, music, um, tennis, and obviously watches. I love horology. I love anything mechanical, how it ticks, how it works. I love watches. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Did your grandpa's watch was the the story for you, or was it something else that got into the watch hobby? Um, good question. For me, look, I think I think having an engineering background and the way I think it, it's in my makeup. It's the way I think, uh, you know, because I I'm very analytical. The way I think and uh, I dismantle things in my mind. Uh, in fact, when I was a kid, I actually destroyed so many toys by pulling them apart. Uh, just just to see how they work and I've always been fascinated with you know uh, things that go tick tock you know how they how they operate so what got me into watches is basically the fascination the fascination of having 
having a mechanical or automatic watch on my wrist. You know, it works, it just works, it just works. And I'm thinking, no batteries, it, it, it's keeping extremely accurate time. Yeah, I've, I've always loved that. So that's, that's really what got me into it, just the way I think about how these things work. What was your first watch? Uh, Omega, Omega Speedmaster. Loved it. <laughs> that's a I, good uh, first watch, man. Look, I was I was lucky enough to have the money to be able to purchase it. Um, I, you know, reading on watches and doing, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go. Start. For me, it was straight to the top of the tree. Uh, I wanted Definitely. something good. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. And from there on, I actually believe it or not, after I ended up selling the Omega, I ended up buying about fifteen or twenty Seikos. I thought, okay, I've, I've had my fun with that for several years. I'm now going to – I use the money that I sold from that Omega to buy about 15 or 20 Seikos just to fill the watch box, just to, to try something different. So I've, I've experimented over the years with quantity, quality, you know, less is more, more is less. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of coming to a mature stage in my collecting now where I'm, I'm really wanting just eight watches, just eight watches that make me happy. Doesn't They don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be the latest, greatest, or the cheap. It's it, it just got to make me happy, you know? So you you and Jeffrey McMahon have something in common now. There you go. <laughs> I've been watching him. I've been watching him a lot, actually. Yeah, he's fantastic. And, and yeah. he he he, give, he brings something to the, to the watch community that we are not all of us ready to, to confess. Yeah, to, to hear, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I like the way he approaches things. He's uh, He speaks it as it is, and... You, you can't deny it. You can't deny it. If, you, if you're honest in your heart, you're going to agree with what it says. Absolutely. Mm. Pete, you're award-winning photographer. You have background engineer, um, but you're quite new to the, to the YouTube uh, space. Uh, how did that come about and uh, how is it going now? Um, yeah, look, uh, photography for me is a passion. You know, it's, it's a hobby, basically. Back then, it was a hobby and I went pro you know I studied I did my uh, degrees and so forth and I went professional but as long as I can remember from a young kid I've always had a video camera in my hands I'm always recording something or even a, a proper photography camera you know just taking stills but um, I remember in Europe uh, I was on holidays in Europe in 1993 I was about 20 23 years old and uh, I was in Rome I was photographing some architecture and you know what i I honestly reached in deep to my heart and I thought, you know, I'd love to be able to to put bread and butter on my table through a camera. So when I came back to, to Australia, that's you know where my photography career sort of took off. But um, as for YouTube, really simple. You know, in January, January, February last year in 2020, we went into lockdown. And being a photographer, being someone who's creative, I, I really... I really needed to be proactive. I needed to create something and do something. I, I just can't sit there and watch TV and just sit at home and do nothing. So I decided to upload some of my videos. I decided to basically review some watches. So I started uploading some watches, uh, you know, a Seiko Alpinist or, a, you know, a friend lent me in a Rolex and this and that. And before you know it, it started taking off. So I thought, you know what? This is good. This is great. I'm enjoying the feedback I'm getting. I'm enjoying the the fun of making these videos. And uh, here we are today, a year a year and a bit later. And you've done some amazing reviews. And uh, I would speak about why I, I like your videos so much and your channel and uh, why you're, you're my favorite YouTubers. But uh, first, let's talk about your process. Uh, how does uh, your videos start from from an idea to to a final video? I think with process, um, look, I, I just look at every watch for what it is. I, you know, I, I just say it as I see it. You know, I, obviously because I love watches and I just, I try to find the best out of a watch, out of a product. And, you know, there's a lot of weaknesses in many watches. There's a lot of negatives and so forth. But for me, finding a happy medium and, you know, being able to, to live with a mechanical device on the wrist rather than just fault finding, you know, um, it doesn't matter whether the watch is 50 bucks or $500,000, you know, at, at the end of the mm -hmm. day, every watch has flaws. So it's, I, I can sit there and do a YouTube channel and say, you know, in a video and say, Oh, look, look at all the flaws here and the, and the faults. And that's not what I'm about. I'd, I'd rather try to get an emotive, um, try, trying to express how a watch makes me feel something special, something that inspires me. And hopefully that can inspire someone else. You know, hopefully that, that feeling or that emotion comes through my videos so that people can, can take something away 
because the hobby is a fun hobby and something something of inspiration they can take something and say gee that was nice i enjoyed that because i enjoy this i enjoy this i i love what i do i love i love every single morning i open the watch box and i pick a watch i put it on my wrist i love that you know for me it's 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 basically big boys with their toys isn't it <laughs> that's why we do this yeah and it matters what you say how you say it because many many people go to your channel and to any other youtube channel about watches to to take inspiration and to take reasoning why shall mm. i buy this watch because they already have made their mind i like this watch design wise but mm. let me see what this youtuber say about this watch is it worth my money so yeah, it's really uh -huh. important what you say about those those watches yeah. yeah correct correct and then you have to face the scrutiny if, uh, of those people if, if they were not happy with what you said but we talk about about this a little bit later mm. i'm curious you have you have made uh, videos about so many watches uh, any special watch that that was really um, more special to to film um honestly probably you know what i've really enjoyed there's probably two watches that i've enjoyed of recent times uh, and i'll say recent times uh probably the the mule glasute um it's a recent acquisition i, I purchased it only because I've actually wanted it for a long time. I mean, this this thing got released, I think, 15 or 20 odd years ago. It's, it's not a new watch, um, but I've always wanted this watch. And finally, when I just got my hands on one and it came, I, I wasn't disappointed. And, and it, I sort of felt like I've already got a relationship with this watch. So putting the video together, I don't know if you saw it, 007 would love to have this. For me, I love this yes. watch. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, not to, it's not to everyone's taste. I get it. But... I've already developed a relationship with this watch a long time ago. So, you know, for me, just it was like a uh, an old friend coming home. So, oh, you're finally back. Let's now spend some time together. You know, so that, that was a special one. Um, and probably the, the um, you know what, I'd probably have to say the uh, Seiko Willard. The Seiko Willard was a special thing for me. I was very young in my YouTube sort of, you know, it was only about a year ago, but it was it was very early days. But... I enjoyed that watch and the, the 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 pedigree, the history, the 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 story, the backstory behind that watch was wonderful as well. So that was a special sort of a video for me to be able to do. And again, with limited experience and knowledge, I just did the best I could at that time. And but yeah, it really touched me that this this watch that you know Hollywood has obviously made famous and so forth. Really, if you look at the watch, it's really not worth. Yeah, it's a hundred and fifty dollar watch in today's economy, but these things are going for crazy prices. You know, obviously because of the the what it symbolizes, you can't get them anymore. It's historical benefit and all the rest. So, but yeah, those were probably the two watches that I can say that were you know, a little bit special to me. Regarding the Glashute, I think this watch symbolized for me a watch enthusiast maturity. It really shows this acquired test that comes yeah. with time. In the watch, watch enthusiasm. Yeah, thank you. Game. And 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 I, that's that's what I see. That a lot of people will say, I can see. You know, it's interesting because there's a lot of mature um, uh, viewers on my channel as well that leave comments and they say, Pete, it's not for me, but I can see what you like in it, and I get it. Well done, mate. You know, and that that speaks volumes to me. That 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 gives yeah, it gives me an understanding that they know what they're talking about. They know they know I'm know what, what I'm talking about. It, it is it's a personal um, hobby, isn't it? It's a personal thing that we're all collecting what we want and the way it makes us feel. So that's a, that's a good thing. And when when you said Seiko Willard, um, I, I I think it was Yari Mantila from Seiko Finland that said that uh, most watch company have a story. Seiko has stories. It's such an old company. Yeah, correct, correct. What's your again? Tricky question, but what's your favorite watch and what makes a great watch for Peter Kotza? Um, honestly, favorite watch, I'd have to say there is no such thing. You know, a, a lot of people talk about it, for me anyway, a lot of people talk about a Grau watch and you know, the get out watch, the watch that you're going to get. You never need to buy another watch again. There's no, no such thing for me. You know, I don't have a favorite. I love, so, I find pleasure in so many different types of watches, you know, divers chronograph field watches micro brands um gmts it doesn't matter i i love horology and i i enjoy the chase as you know in other words looking for the next acquisition as well as enjoying what i have in that watch box and like i said i only i only have eight that i really love that i that i use on a weekly weekly slash monthly basis 
every now and then you fall out of love with a watch, you might take it out of that watch box, put it aside, replace it with something else. And if you find you don't go back to that watch for three, six, 12 months, the one that you took out, well, it's pretty much time and you don't miss it. It's pretty much time to move it on. So it's all about the experience. And, and I've loved a lot of watches. I've loved a lot of different watches and I've enjoyed them and I've moved a lot of watches on, you know, only for the sake that I want to get more. And I, I'm not made out of money. I don't think any of us are, you know, so we can't afford to just keep adding, adding, adding. Well, I can't anyway. So with limited budget, I enjoy what I can. And when something I find, yeah, I'll move it on, I'll move on. If I, if I, if I had to lean towards a brand to say, uh, you know, we talk about favorite watches, but if I had to lean towards a favorite brand, I'd probably, honestly, Omega. I can't, I can't go past the Mega. I love what they offer. Uh, I love the quality, uh, just their movements. I think they're technologically advanced, way ahead of the opposition. You know, really, really good class quality watches. I agree. We have something in common there. I like Grand Seiko for, for the same for the same reasons. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go, exactly. But yes, um, the, the, the watch hobby in general, it, it's... it's uh, I would see it this way, two, two main reasons, uh, to learn and mm -hmm. to experience and everything ab about about those two things. And when people said grail watch, I, I see it. I'm with you. If they say exit watch, mm -hmm. I say no way. There's no such thing. <laughs> it's impossible. Once you're in, <laughs> game over. You're in. There is no exit yeah, watch. You, you, it's you get you get less for for murder these days you know you're in for yeah. life you're so jeffrey mcmahon if you're yeah. listening man uh i like your tutor there is no exit watch man <laughs> yeah brother brother i think i think we just you know, look come on man we 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 have a few little yeah i don't smoke i don't drink i don't you know gamble um if i can spend a couple of dollars on a, a watch here and there and enjoy it these whatever's left over at the end of the day these are going to get handed down to our children exactly so enjoy it just enjoy it you know another tricky question <laughs> you're my favorite youtuber i already explained and uh, i will say mm -hmm. why because you come across very genuine <laughs> you uh, all all the <laughs> videos are i've watched and i've watched almost all of them you come very genuine and you also uh you test the watches before you review it there is no uh first unboxing mambo jumbo and no, no offense to other youtubers but this mm -hmm. first unboxing they're probably appreciated by, by, by mm -hmm. newbies in the in the hobby, but to me, if you have worn the watch, you have something to say about it. That's how I see it. And you you do tell all the good, the bad, and the ugly, yeah, and correct. that's so much appreciated. Yeah. And you say it in in a way as a, as a, a blue collar man. You don't have a watch shop behind. You, you, you don't you don't uh, try to sell us something. So I like that very much. I follow you. Who do you follow on the, in the in the watch space? Aha, uh -huh, I see. It is a loaded question. <laughs> look, th thank you very much, Nico, for, for saying, you know, I'm your favorite. And look, for me, you know, that, that humbles me. That humbles me because I'm only new. I'm only new to the um, to YouTube, you know, a year and a bit old. And uh, But my key, my, my key here is that, yes, I do speak from the heart. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I, I, I'm not in it to sort of... I'm actually not in it for the money because there is no money in YouTube. Um, I don't, I'm not affiliated with any other company, nothing. I just do it because I enjoy the hobby and I want to share what I experience. But, you know, with YouTube itself, man, I follow everyone. I watch everyone. I follow, I, I, I don't have any real favorites. Um, there are sort of certain maybe channels that I watch more than others, but I, I, I seriously, if someone, if someone has you know, got something to say about this hobby, you know, I enjoy the entertainment factor from some watch channels, you know, I enjoy the edu the educational content from others. Um, you know, if I'll roll off some names, uh, Jody from just one more watch. Yeah. Uh, Jory from the time. Yeah. Time. <laughs> I love his comedy. You know, he, he may, he's my go-to laugh. Uh, I love that. Uh, Dave from Just the Watch, um, Adrian, Bark and Jack, you know, Watch Chris, Watch Finder. Uh, actually, Watch Finder is probably the Amazing. the first and foremost channel that I got inspired from. So you see, there's a lot of a, a, a lot of similarity from my channel to Watch Finder, only because I think we 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 borrow from a lot of the our idols or the things that we look up to, and that's that's where that comes from. But um, you know, educational Mark Long yeah. uh, Long Island Watchers, Peter McConville, brilliant. brilliant, love him, love him. 
Um, Ben's Watch Club says it as it is. You know, Bruce Williams, Random Rob, Paul Thorpe, uh, Federico, McMahon, like we yeah. said, Spencer Klein. Yes, you know, If I want to learn yeah. some things. Such a knowledge. Uh, Roman Schaaf, uh, Teddy, the, the list goes on. I, you know, I, I watch everyone. And the, the biggest uh, problem is that, you know, what I found, that the biggest problem, there's not enough time during the week to watch everyone and also make my own videos and also live a normal family life and also work. So you got to limit, you got to limit something, you know, it is a hobby. Yeah. We, we get to do what we can when we can. Yes. I, I, I agree. Especially for Pete, Pete, my, my comment, it's such a, oh, yeah, he's, I love such a knowledge bank and uh, the way he presents everything. He, he, he's also very genuine and I love his channel. I think, yeah, I think Pete, Pete McConville, I think, you know what, totally underrated in the watch oh, community. Agree. And he's, he he deserves 10 times, uh, 20 times more subscribers because he says it exactly how it is. And you're right, he's very knowledgeable. In fact, I was, uh, I was uh, watching one of his videos the other night and uh, I commented saying that, you know, thank you very much. I I was guilty of something that he was saying. Yeah, I saw the comment. Not... Yeah, not not reviewing. He, I made a video uh, of the uh, endeavor uh, that that night, and um, one of my viewers left a comment saying that you know he was disappointed because from the title he thought that I was going to trash the watch, and I, I didn't trash the watch. I mean, the, the watch didn't deserve trashing. It was a fantastic unit, but uh, he said that oh, you're just doing the. No I don't know. This viewer seems to be saying the same comments all the time. I don't know why, but he said, oh, you, you seem to be doing a, a sell job for this company. And well, I'm not. I'm just saying it as it is. And and I said to this gentleman, look, the reason I don't do a lot of uh, trash talking of watches, twofold. Number one, I, I like to look at the, the good things in a watch. But secondly, I really don't get trash watches on my channel. If I don't like it, I won't get it on here. If, it, if I see too many faults with a watch, I won't get it on the channel. And lo and behold, a couple of hours later, I, I went on YouTube and Pete McConville had posted a video saying that why we should review watches you don't like and i thought oh man this is interesting i was just talking about yeah. this I, I played the video and you know what it really spoke to me and I, and I told him that and i said mate i'm guilty of not reviewing watches that i don't like and i take all your points so you know point taken i, I maybe i should reassess and start getting stuff on the channel just for the sake of looking at stuff that you know uh, looking for er areas that that aren't right in a particular design. And so just to, to to make me smarter and educate me and make me more aware of what is good and what is bad and indifferent. So really good video. So Pete McConville, man, fantastic. Seriously, fantastic. I'm sure your family is quite supportive of your channel as my family is very supportive of, of uh, my podcast. Uh, but tell me, tell me about the supporters, the, the haters of the channel. Uh, I don't think this is talked enough about uh, in the in the watch uh, YouTuber space. You, it's a bit swept under the rug, that, that part. Mm. You're asking me very loaded questions. I can see this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, su supporters, that's okay. That's all right. I'm happy to, to uh, you know, accommodate. Look, so honestly, supporters are the only reason, and I stress this, the only reason I'm on YouTube. Seriously, you know, I'm relatively new, like I said, to this you know, worldwide watch community, but I never realized the vast range of personalities on YouTube, you know, especially in this in this hobby we have. You know, you've got like-minded, enthusiastic people, people like ourselves, yeah, but you've also got the opposite extreme, the complete opposite. You know, I call these guys... <laughs> keyboard warriors you know they just i don't know I, I don't know but my understanding my personal philosophy you know if you don't have anything good to say say nothing you know there's there's no use in trash talking people people that trash talk and attack you as an individual rather than the product there's an issue there there seriously is you know but again i just move on i try to i try to explain where my heart's at and if once, twice, three times, you know, the person's still attacking, you just got to move on. But, you know, getting back to the supporters, you know, if people receive something of value from my channel, some knowledge, some inspiration, yeah, even just from one of my videos, if they receive something, I'm happy. You know, I've done my job. And, and that's, you know, someone told me a long, long time ago, if you can just encourage just one person every single day, then you're on the right road. You're on the right track. So, you know, it's, it, 
I don't know. That, that's how I feel. It's it's uh, it's something that supporters. If if there were no supporters and it was all just trash, I wouldn't be there. I'm doing it because it's a great community. We we really have a great relationship back and forth. And my biggest problem is trying to find the time to go back and go through all the comments because I just don't have the time. So I try the best I can, you know, as as long as time permits. Understood. Yeah, and of course, with with time you'll get even more and more more uh, subscribers. It will be even more difficult to... And I don't believe you have to answer all, all the, yeah. the comments. Yeah, I just feel obligated. I, just, I don't know. I just, yeah. it's, it, you know what? I, I, I was taught manners. I was taught manners when I was a young kid and I've had manners all my life to be polite, all the rest. And if someone asks a question, of course, I'm going to answer it. But if someone just makes a standard comment... Sometimes I just feel compelled to add and say, "Yep, you're right. Well done." But you know, I don't know. It's it's just me. It's in the nature. So, but most times I don't have time at all. I'm just busy with photography or busy with family, um, yeah. and I might come back three, four days later. Sometimes I've answered a question six weeks later, and I've gone, "Oh man, I remember this." Some guy asked, and I never, I, I needed to think about the the answer because he wanted to do some research, and I never got a chance. But I remembered, and I went back and did it, and then responded. So. Yeah, no, it's just it's just in the character. It is what it is. And of course, these comments matter. I mean, uh, I'm sure to somebody to 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 open the computer and see, oh, he answered my my, my message. Yeah. This makes my day. Yeah, it matters. Well, well said. And you know, I feel I feel the same when I when I actually make a comment somewhere and. I consider myself a nobody, I, and I am a nobody. It's, you know, it doesn't matter if I've got a YouTube presence now. At the end of the day, you know, I, I like to fly under the radar. And if I, if my name wasn't up there when I leave a comment, if I was a a random sort of a subscription, like I called myself, you know, Joe Blow, and I asked the question, it's nice to get a response back, especially if you're asking a question that's valid for the particular YouTube video you're watching. So, yeah, I, I know myself how I feel, so that's why I answer back when people ask me questions as well. Fantastic. We have a segment in this uh, podcast when we have guests, and it's called What's in Your Watch Box, mm -hmm. where you talk about mm -hmm. the watches you like, the watches you hate, the watches you have in your box if you want to talk about them, and watches you want to get your hands mm -hmm. on. Um well, for me, what I like in my watch box, um, you know what? I'm not going to talk about my main watch box because my main watch box is, is like I said, eight watches that are that are that are my favourites. But you mentioned something there. You said you know what you like or what you like to get. But a lot of a lot of micro brands have been sending me watches for me to review. And as you know, I put these things aside. Um, you know, come 5,000 or 10,000 subscribers, 15, I, I give these watches away. I start giving them away as time progresses, as we, you know, we reach a milestone. But I'm re believe it or not, I'm really enjoying micro brands. Certain micro brands are just, gee, this is really cool. You know, you get some ones that are just dodgy. They're, they're, they're knockoffs of, you know, certain, uh, you know, people call them homage. I don't call them homage, but, you know, they're just a, a direct knockoff with uh, their own badging and so forth. Yeah, I'm not interested, but there's some unique uh, companies that are making certain watches that, that look really cool. And uh, certain times when they send them out to me, I might put them aside and say, look, here, the Endeavor is an example. I reviewed the yellow, uh, medallion yellow Endeavor. I love that watch. I couldn't speak highly enough. And it's got its faults. It's got its problems. It's It, it might not look like the best watch. Uh, you know, it's, it's got a dull sort of a finish. I like it. It works. The yellow, the mustard, it works, it works, it works. So, you know, what I look forward to when companies contact me and they say, for, for me, it's, it's, it's like a kid in a candy bar. It really is because when I've had to knock back three, this week, three different companies contacted me to, to send me watches and I said no. And I said no. And in fact, one of the companies, they said to me, um, We've got a budget of four hundred US dollars for you to review our thirty-nine dollar watch. <laughs> Seriously, I, I get these sort of emails, and I said, you know what? A review cannot be bought. You, you just if it's not me, if it's not honesty, it's not a review. Sorry, ain't gonna happen. And the watch, without giving too much away from who, which company it was, it was a obviously from a, you know from China, but th this watch was basically a. It looked exactly like a Rolex Explorer in gold and black, and just didn't say Rolex on it. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. 
this is crazy. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. But again, you know, I, I like to get stuff that I like. And when, when I say candy, you know, a kid in a candy shop, when I do see something nice, nice, they contact me and say, Pete, would you like? I say, yeah, absolutely. So my excitement or my enthusiasm, it's already started. So when I do receive the watch, like here now on the wrist, I've got this reverie. And when he contacted me, when Samuel contacted me, he said, Pete, would you like to do it? I said, yeah. I was on their website, you know, two, three nights beforehand. For some reason, he contacts me too. I was just browsing. And for some reason, uh, he contacts me two days later. He goes, you, you want? I said, mate, how coincidental is this? Yes, please. So, you know, I've found about two, three faults with his watch already, and I've had it on for several days. But they're, 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 to me, it's, it's happy days. It's happy days because I'm living the dream, uh, enjoying these things. And whatever money I make with my photography, my work, whether I sell one of my personal collection, I end up investing in a watch that I've been researching. So, you know, it's a win-win. It really is. It's a win-win because, I don't know, you probably know yourself, YouTube doesn't pay a lot of money. You know, I don't receive money from anybody. I'm not affiliated. I don't. The only the only financial benefit is I get free watches. But you know what? I, I majority, 90% of them, I put them aside and give them away. The ones yeah, that I've given really a lot like, of watches away. Well, why not? You know what? That's what we're friends. We're, we're hobbyists. We're enthusiasts. We're collectors. If someone wants to enter, like I'll say, guys, we're at 20,000. You know, you want to watch. These are the watches I'm giving away. If you want to enter, enter. A, a lot of people have said, Pete, I don't want the watch, but I'm coming past to say hello. Well done. Keep up the good work. And you know what? I admire that person because he'll enter a competition one day when he likes a particular watch, but he, at least he stopped by to say hello. So, you know, it's just... It's a really good uh, place to be in, a really good space, and I'm enjoying that. Uh, it has its, like I said, it has its negatives with you know some keyboard warriors. You just got to be mature and move on. Initially, I was, I was really the first month or two of YouTube when I first started uploading, and then some keyboard warriors came in. It really hurt me, and I'm going to be upfront. It really did, and I thought I had to examine my own heart. And if it wasn't for the viewers, actually counseling me and telling me pete let it go these guys aren't worth the time of day and so you know what you're right you, you're absolutely right so the the community's built up they're great people you know you guys are all uh, what keeps me even more motivated and like i said i watch other youtube channels that keep me motivated it's fantastic it's a it's a win-win bro it really is yeah the community the community that's why we do all this for for, for the yeah. friends for the for the for the community for the experience uh I, as you know, I don't uh, earn any money from this podcast. This is yep, completely correct. unmonetized. We have no sponsors. Uh, as you, oh. we bring watches and companies we like and believe. And watches oh. that I have this principle that if I'm not uh, able to recommend that watch, it's not coming on the podcast. Very well done. Very well said. And that's, yeah, there, there, is, a, there is a line that you need to draw, don't you, in the sand and say, look, because I, I put it out there to my community, to my watch community. I said to the guys, listen, you know, what do you guys want? And a lot of them said, micro brands, get them in. I said, fine, I'll do it. But there's a lot of stuff that I don't like, guys, you know, and they Pete, just get them in and let us decide. And I hear them. Yeah, I, I, I actually listened to my community and I did that. But there is a line that I've found that, you know what, there's a certain limit you can't go under. I just can't. I, I got, I, re, I um, rejected this gentleman the other day. The, the watch was massive you know, 17 mil high, 50 mil wide. It's a joke. For me, it's like, why would I waste my time on it? You know, it's it, and uh, not to be rude, or I'm not a watch snob, but it's just not a feasible watch that I can see anybody wearing. So for me to put the time and effort and to show it, it's it's a little bit it of a fuss, Victor. you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and I'm, you're not going to get no, any no. names out of me. I'm not, I, you know what, I don't, I'm not... Um, I don't like, I hate, I despise gossip. I despise uh, talking behind. I don't like any of that. If, if there's things that are going on in the watch community, you've seen uh, just recent times things that have been happening in the watch community. I don't, I don't, I keep my nose clean. I don't get involved. Some people have asked me, what do you know, Pete? What do you know? I said, I don't know anything. You know, I, I really don't. It's not, my, it's not my business. I don't know these people personally. Uh, so it's really not my place to comment. I think I'll be doing myself. I'll be doing the people an injustice by giving my two bob worth if I don't know anything. Yeah, so yeah. just keep your nose clean, walk away. You know. Yeah, I had a funny message from a friend of mine. <laughs> he texted me uh, a link about uh, watch drama in the watch space lately, mm -hmm. and he said, 
you watch people are unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very like, nice. what can I say to that? <laughs> yeah, I know. But when it, when when you talked about the what watches do you is is there any particular watch that you want to get your hands on that that uh, that you haven't seen yet, but you really want to see in life? Oh, good question. Yeah, um, not really. You see so many not, watches. What's what's that? Because you have seen so many watches. I've seen so many. And you, look, I'll tell you what the, the the thing with me, because I'm in touch with a couple of watch dealers here in Melbourne uh, and they've got high-end stuff, I've basically had in my hands everything and anything. You know, whether I've gotten it on See. the channel. And some, some of the guys have actually offered me, um, um, Fabio from Time Only, really good fella. He said mm. to me, Pete, whenever you want to watch, whatever you watch, any, anything you want to put on the channel from our collection, from you know what we've got on our webpage, let me know. And I thought, you know what, mate? Thank you. I've, I've not taken him up on that offer yet. And I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I think, you know what? Seriously, thank you. That shows where he's at as, a, as an individual, yeah, as yeah. a hobby. I love that. I mean, he sold me he sold me the, um, what was it? The uh, Fortis and the uh, Meisterzinger. I bought them off him. And you know what? He, he hand-delivered. We went out, we had a coffee, he hand-delivered the Meisterzinger. I couldn't be happier. Seriously, couldn't be happier. And we had a coffee, we chatted, we laughed. He pulled out a couple of other watches. He goes, look, at this one here is uh, $50,000, whatever. This It's solid gold. It's hand Wow. <laughs> I was seriously taken back. And he goes, whatever you want, let me know. I can, I can get it for you. You can review it. We go from there. I said, you know what? Seriously, thanks. So I've got access to everything and anything. And some people have left comments and said, oh, but you can't get good. I, I can get anything. It's not what I want to do, just go get the latest, greatest. or the, I want to actually just allow the channel to grow and and again you know just let it be fluid let it just naturally evolve from there yeah we we established that there is no exit uh, watch correct do you do you have a grail watch uh, this is another unexpected uh, tough question it is an unexpected. you have a grail watch <laughs> it is unexpected <laughs> um oh, not really when you say grail do you mean you mean something as in uh something I'm aspiring to get yeah, something that that you dream having and uh, and planning to keep because it's a watch that that means a lot to you both in yeah. in terms of horology and uh, heritage and, yeah, and yeah. design, of course. And you know what? I'm going to be straight up front with you. No, definitely no. And the reason I say no is because I've gotten watches in my collection over the years where I, I thought, great, this is fantastic. I need to get this. It might be five or ten or fifteen thousand. I've gotten. I've acquired the watch. I've kept it. I've used it. It didn't bring what I thought it was going to bring to the table, but regardless of that, I I moved it on and ended up using the money to get another watch or another two watches, and I learned some lessons. I thought to myself, you know what? I want to enjoy the watches, but I don't want to be bound by saying. That's why my philosophy when I say I've got only got only going to limit myself to eight decent watches, and when I say decent, decent in my heart, not one of them might be a Vostok, one of them might be a Rolex, one of them might be an Omega, one of them might be a Seiko. It doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, it's something that I want. And if, if a watch comes out of there, it'll get replaced with something else. I like the fluidity. I don't want to be stuck for, say, I've got my Grail. Mm. You know, the Grail comes and goes. The Grail, for me, um, honestly, the Omega Aquaterra that I had wasn't the latest, greatest, the most expensive, one of the best best watch experiences on the wrist i've ever had seriously and the reason i say that is because it was a 39 mil about 10 and a half mil thick um, beautiful movement it just felt you know, brilliant on the wrist and look i, I moved that watch on i, I moved I, I shared in a video recently i moved the the uh, aquaterra the speedmaster the tudor the iris the sake i moved quite a few watches on recently to challenge myself, to put myself in a position of of a change is as good as a ho- uh, you know, as a holiday, and it was hard. It was really hard oh, to respect, do. Respect, respect, man. Yeah, but you know what? I've started to replace those watches. I've already started to replace them, and I don't mean like for like. I mean feeling for feeling. So you know, and a lot of people don't know this. And I'm going to share this in a couple of videos. But the the Meisterzinger that I purchased replaces the Aquaterra and it replaces it because the the size 
the way it fits, the way it fits, it's brilliant. It's, it, it, you know, even look at the specs, it's pretty much the same size case. So it, it, it speaks to me in a particular way. That's more important than saying, hey, I've got a, uh, you know, a, a Submariner on my hand or a, a Daytona. I've, I've had these watches. I've reviewed some of these watches. Friends of mine have got them. Um, you know, I'll give an example, Rolex Daytona. Yeah, I've always loved. I've always loved the look of the Paul Newman Daytona. It doesn't make sense to me that Rolex wouldn't release the exact same watch or so close to that dial in today's technology. Just oh, you're opening the Pandora box. Just right do now. it, man. It's like, you know, <laughs> seriously, there'd be a million of them sold in the first day. So, oh, they, yeah, um... not that you can buy a Rolex these days because of all the you know, what's happening, but it, it is what it is. So. I look at the current day Daytona, it does nothing for me. And I've said this before, it's too busy, it's too this. It, it's not my cup of tea. It's, it's you know, that's, again, that's personal. Other guys love them. That's great. Are they worth a mint? Are they worth a fortune? Yes. Are they appreciating as a collector? Yes, they are. It doesn't mean my point of view is going to change the fact that the Rolex, you know, this watch is worth now 30 grand or 50 grand. It, it doesn't mean anything, mm. you know. Pete, respect, man, because... I guess you have matured already. I haven't. I have a grail watch. I have two grail watches. Go on, which ones? <laughs> I have Grand Seiko, one of them. Yeah, beautiful, uh, nice. Uh, well, uh, to you be know, honest, the, yeah. Go on. I'm, I'm going to stop you for a second. I need to share something about Grand Seiko. I've had oh, probably ten people say to me, "Are you going to get a Grand Seiko?" You know, and ten people that I admire. Well, you're one of them now. That you know, you're telling me you've got that as a grail watch, and. I, I love I love the technology you now the technology the, the 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 attention to detail the finishing the the I love everything about Grand Seiko I've not yeah. found a model a particular model that speaks to me though and I'm just waiting mm. I'm waiting to pull the trigger when I see one that comes up and say yes that's the one it's mine so you know I I, I I'm, I'm, all of us purchase watches from different standpoints I I try to let the heart lead. It has to yeah. speak to my heart. If it doesn't, it's not going to, yeah, no, no second looking. No, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, because it's a good investment opportunity, get get this watch or get that one. No, no, I'm not interested. Life's too short for investment in watches for me. I look at it that, well, you know, what am I going to take with me anyway? Uh, I invest in property. I invest in, 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 in different things in my life. For me, watches is a hobby. It's going to stay a hobby. Yeah, it's, I said about maturity earlier. I think uh, it, it's a watch that uh, does symbolize maturity. And mm-hmm. When you start appreciating that level of execution, and I know that there are heaps of those high luxury uh, watches, uh, YouTubers that bashing, uh, yep. bashing <clears throat> Grand Seiko. But yep. I worn that watch. I have. Uh, I'm blessed with with friends in the watch business, and I have a friend that Villa uh, uh, that is. Uh, watch collector and i won his grand seiko for almost a month wow nice and the experience i had with this watch you know it's very rare that you don't want to take watch off (laughs) you didn't want to give it back (laughs) no because i took it on the macro and the whole experience all the lines all the it's it's there's only one other watch i can compare to grand seiko which is bizarre because it's way cheaper watch and that's christopher ward oh you know what Christopher Ward is another thing. I've, I've, I've had one, two, I've had a couple of Christopher Wards. I've still got one in my collection that I, that I yeah. keep. Um, in, incredible build quality. The, the way it feels, if, if the, the crown, the screw down crown, these watches are built to a standard. And I know there's Absolutely. a lot of, yeah, I know there's a lot of, you know, look, I don't like a watch with someone's name on it or the, the name is to the left-hand side of the dial. Yeah, I get that. I, I understand all that, but it's all subjective. Gee, the, the the watches finishing the reliability the it's just finesse the the, the bracelets with their you know on the fly adjustment you, I can't fault them you you really ha- have to spend ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollars you know in in a Rolex to get a similar sort of a finishing and it's exactly it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. elegance with amazing quality you, you've got That's these things are cost certified now they're brilliant yeah they're brilliant and uh, and uh, the feedback from from a fast growing company they're a big company now yeah S- still the customer service amazing Bravo. You, you get in 24 hours uh, uh, email back it's just even if you even if you haven't bought the watch from them doesn't matter yeah, they will answer good. your questions it's fantastic and that's good yeah 
and the other grail uh, it's 50 fathoms there's oh, something lovely. about that design mm. really speaks to me how do you see your channel in the future well, I suppose it all depends. It all depends on you know if if I get a counterfeit claim or someone takes it down. I don't know. We oh, we, we don't Jody. know. Yeah, exactly. And it's a shame what happened to to Jody just recently. But thank God, you know, we all we all sort of uh, you know backed him and and you know he had the right channels to go through and he's back again. So that would have been a massive massive disappointment in the uh, horology world, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. Look for me. I'm going to be here till stumps. You know, I enjoy this. I enjoy, mm. uh, I enjoy sharing. And yeah, one thing that comes to mind, Nico, honestly, it's look, we're, we're, we're hobbyists. We have watches. We, we collect watches. We share, we buy, we sell, whatever we do. Um, but you know what? We're living in a world where people, people are still hungry. You know, they, they don't have a roof to live under. Um, but we've got watch collections. You know, we've got cars and houses. We've got, the amenities we've got air conditioning you know heating money we go on holidays but i honestly think that you know sometimes having everything or having too many things it's not a good thing so perspective we need to have perspective i'm humble enough to appreciate life for what it is i was you know i think the older you get the wiser you get we should we should hope (laughs) so Surely yeah, so, so you know, long term, look, if if I can keep doing this, gee, for me it's bliss. It's like photography. I, I I honestly had a prayer from my heart when I was 23 years old and said, if I can put bread and butter on my table by taking photos, I'll be the happiest man in the world. And the reason I say that, because photography has been a hobby to me and I went pro. And I've been I've paid off my house, I've I put food on the table, the kids have gone to school. At the end of the day, that's been it's I've never I haven't worked for the past thirty years, you know. It's it's I've worked, oh. but it's not been work. It's been a hobby. This is the same thing. This is not work, you know. This is not work. This is a hobby. If I if I can keep doing this for yeah. until you know stumps, happy days. Why not? Well, God heard your prayer. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well said. Where can people find you and connect with your work? Uh, with my photography work. Um, yes, and, yep. and and your YouTube channel. Look, with uh, with YouTube, it's quite simple. You just type in my name, as you know, or Instagram. You can track from there. But with with photography, look, I I don't advertise. I I, I advertised about 20, 20 something years ago, twenty one years ago or something. I advertised once. That's amazing. Yeah, and it, it took off. It my photography took off. Uh, obviously, you know, serviced my clients. They did, did the work that I did. Word of mouth. People started loving what I was shooting and photographing. So, you know, one company told another, one friend told another, uh, whether I was shooting weddings, whether I was shooting corporate, whether I was shooting, uh, you know, uh, construction work or architecture. At the end of the day, word got out and all of my clients for the last 20 odd years have been word of mouth. So for me, you know, all the work that I photograph, it's in their archives, you know. I'm, I'm a sort of very, I don't know, how do I put it, a very private sort of a person in the last uh, years I, I i love my my i love a little bit of anonymity you know youtube itself if you notice that you only see my hands and the product you never see me you know you might see a bit of outdoor footage in this net but i like I, I cherish my privacy and this is maybe why i love watch uh, channels like Watchfinder and co you know i love that channel i really do and Oh, yeah. know, for me, I've taken a lot of my inspiration from that channel. And at the same time, trying to keep my own individualism and personality, it's very hard to do. You know, we, we borrow ideas from other people and, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. So, you know, this guy's done that before. That guy, it is what it is. But, you know, I relate it to, to sport. You know, if, if you look at sport, I love tennis. You know, my, my backhand is like uh, Ivan Lendl's. My forehand, I'm trying to copy Roger Federer. My, my my attitude, you know, John McEnroe. So, you know, we, we follow and we copy, we, we borrow from those idols or the people that mean something to us. So, you know, at the end of the day, if people want to find me, look, just look up YouTube, type in, you know, type in my name, Peter Cotts, I'm there, you know. And I'm like, as I grow, as the community grows, you know, it, for me, it's a blessing. For me, it's something that I'm enjoying. I just want to, uh, I just want to share from the heart. And if that can come across, if I can, if I can encourage and help somebody, I'm happy. I'm really happy. 
Peter, thank you so much for joining me today, man. Such a pleasure. Humble, pleasant, Aussie. <laughs> I'm looking forward in, in a few months to, to, to have another chat. Uh, maybe your collection will absolutely, change. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Nick, and your channel will evolve. Maybe you will have a million subscribers <laughs> by then. I doubt it. But, mate, Nick, thank you very much, man. The pleasure was mine. I was, I was honored that you, uh, that you got in touch with me. And, look, for me, look, this is, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a private person to, sh to share things like this. Uh, happy to accommodate, you know. Uh, I just want to speak from the heart and much yeah, appreciate. Thank you, man. And look, I I appreciate what you're doing for the watch community, man. Seriously, you know, running a, a podcast like this, it's really cool. There's no financial benefit, like myself. There's no financial benefit. Yeah, Zero. And, and that's that's a great thing. It shows that your your heart's in the right place. You're doing it because you love the hobby. So, you know, I, I want you to share with me. Uh, you know, in the up and coming months, I want to see a couple of Grail watches, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I surely yeah, hope really, so mate, hopefully we do we, we do this for the community for 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 the amazing people yeah. i have connected to, through this podcast and uh, through the through the forums uh, and this is a this is a um, hobby of beauty yeah, beauty and agreed. elegance appreciation understanding learning it's it's a uh, it goes both through your heart and through your yeah. brain. So it's a very special hobby. It doesn't go just yeah, to your brain, right. or just to your heart. So it's, I'm happy to give back to the community and connect to that community. And so yeah. do you. Look, you know what? You're, you're absolutely right, brother. It's 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 actually an art form. What this is, and I, I don't care whatever level. I mean, I I had a comment today from one of my viewers who said, you know, um, what's better, the Seiko a Seiko uh, turtle or a Seiko monster, these particular models. And, and I looked and I thought, you know what? Even they are art forms. They're, they're unique. Like you said it before, Seiko's got such a vast history, you know? So it doesn't, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter the level. This is, this is fun stuff. And we should take it for what it is, lighthearted, enjoy it. And if, if someone has got a, uh, you know, $100,000 collection in watches, bravo, hats off. You know, I'm not envious. I'm not jealous. I'm actually really proud that someone's managed to accumulate that. Someone's got a you know a thousand dollar collection or fifty dollar collection. It doesn't matter. It's as long as you're in the hobby and you're enjoying this you know horology for what it is. Yeah, you can't say anymore. It's brilliant. It really is. I'm with you on that one. To the listeners, thank you guys for joining me uh, to listen today and uh, check Pete's channel and uh, check his uh, Instagram. I will put everything in the notes below. Until next time, don't chase time. Use it wisely. Goodbye.